what's up y'all it's Whitley and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session I want to talk about tonight letting the chips fall where they may <laughs> and what I mean by that is that Michelle Obama has this quote well people quote it after her I'm pretty sure she wasn't the first person who said it but I like this quote and I like it coming from her being, you know, what she represents. And she says, you know, you can have it all, but not at the same time. And she said this quote around a time that she was doing. I think she was interviewing with Oprah for one of the first times when she was beginning to either write her book or write when she was beginning her tour for the book Becoming and for her documentary Becoming where she talked about her life, you know, her journey as a woman, becoming the first lady. And I love the story because it it chronicles this gentle unfolding of different phases of her life. And this message of, yes, you can have it all as a woman because that's who the book is for. That's who her story is for. Of course, men can be empowered by it too. But she wanted to power girls and, and young women and all women to understand that, yes, you can have it all. You can have the dream that you want. You can have the life that you want. You can have a man that you want. You can have a career that you want. You can have a lifestyle that you want. But you can't have it all at the same time. And I never took that to mean that you can't have a man and and do your career and have the kids. Like, of course, <laughs> you can, you know, it may all exist at some point at the same time. But I always took it as the journey in it can't be simultaneous. And I don't know why I always understood it that way, but I think now I'm walking more into the wisdom of that understanding. If you listen to past episodes, you'll realize what I mean by sometimes we know things, but don't walk into the wisdom of it until later. So to me, I felt like I knew that she was talking about the journey of it because we can look at her life and know she didn't mean that. You can't have all that you want at the same exist at the simply exist at the same time because we can look at her life and say, well, she got the husband, you know, she's she gave up her career, but she's still first lady. She has she's raising her daughters. She has these initiatives. She was one of the most prominent first ladies, I think, outside of Jackie O as well, who was very fashionable, but a first lady who was definitely in you know, in her own right, a woman who's empowered and who has her own initiatives and had people who adored and fell in love with her outside of her, you know, only being connected to her husband, which is not a bad flex either. <laughs> I'm not minimizing that because I support, you know, happy marriages and black love and love in general. So, but I love that message of you can have it all and not but not at the same time. I didn't like it when she said it. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm the type of person who, you know, it's, it's almost like. Even though I can hear that and get it. For some reason, and I know I'm not alone. <laughs> you know, sometimes our actions may defy. That there is truth in that. And I know I can see that in my own life. And if you've listened to the past one or two episodes, I talked about how I'm coming to understand how sometimes I can be a perfectionist. I can push myself to certain limits and press myself with expectations on top of the expectations other people have for me, on top of the expectations that naturally come with what I'm doing and sometimes I create burdens that really that I really don't have to carry. They just become extra weight and sometimes tear me down faster or allow me to burn out faster than I would have. I would have had I, you know, just allowed myself to be in the process and enjoy 
how I was getting there on a timeline that made sense. And so I'm thinking about letting the chips fall where they may (laughs) because Getting back into school, that is a thing. Getting back into work and getting back into the rhythm of things is a real thing. And I see certain things that I talked about this before could easily fall through the cracks if I don't have a system. Luckily, thankfully, I've become more aware of my behavior, what I can do, what I can't do. Uh, I have been eating out, but I've been using some of my grocery money. So I was like, I'm good for the week. (laughs) I'm sticking to my budget. But I'm like, man, I'm just learning. When I'm in school, if that grocery shopping does not get done on the weekend, it's it's slim pickings that it's going to happen during the week while my school year is in full bloom. Now, one of my teaching jobs doesn't start even till next week but I've been having meetings with them so even today I was like okay tomorrow I'm gonna go to the store because I didn't get it done this weekend and this weekend I was doing so much stuff to prepare for the weekend and then I still wanted to put myself first like at the end of the night on Sunday I told myself I was like I told myself I'm taking myself on a date to go see respect and I mean that because I know if I don't go do it this weekend, then this whole week is going to pass. And I'm, you know, next weekend, I really need to focus on some other things towards work. And I told myself I was going to dedicate that weekend to that. So I'm trying to stick to this system. And it's it's been crazy, y'all. It's been an adjustment. And oftentimes when I leave work, thank God it's the first week of school Because I'm an elective, like a lot of students are changing their schedules. So I went in with a very loose plan, like didn't go over this. We're not going over the syllabus, honestly, until tomorrow, which is good because I've had students come in even today or drop or ask me to send them to the counselor, you know, and I let them do that because the less people who, you know, who they they know okay I don't want to be in here I do want to be in here I'd rather know that up front so we can move (laughs) move ahead full selling so you know I've just been going in with a very loose structure but also knowing somewhat of what I want to do but also I know that I still have some planning to do and some of the things that I haven't done or put in place was on my own accord, not really prioritizing certain things to prepare for school to start, just kind of procrastinating on that or putting other things. I'm still working on prioritization when it comes to work-life balance and not, not me just going off and having fun, but working on other things that may be on the side or that I'm trying to grow or build or reading books, or listening to things that I'll give so much of my time to it. And I'm looking up like I haven't given anything to this that is like a major priority. And then there are many things that were even thrown at me, you know, in the 11th hour that I'm like, I'm not about to spend my weekend trying to figure this out before Monday. And if you've ever worked in a school district, then you probably know what I'm talking about. You know, those last minute meetings, those last minute curriculum changes that can overwhelm you. You know, if you try to and if you're anything like me and you try to implement them as quick as the change comes or try to hold yourself to the standard to I I like I hate using the word perfect because. I don't want to shame that because I I really do think that's an aspect of me and probably many women that, you know, we get to define what that is and what that looks like. To me, I believe in a spirit of excellence and I think there's a fine line, yes, between being a perfectionist and uh, having integrity in your work and pursuing excellence. I do think there's a fine line. But honestly, sometimes I don't know where that line is. And so I'm pretty sure other women listening to this, you may struggle with that, too, whether it's 
you deal with that complex when it comes to if you're a stay-at-home mom, you know, you want to be a super mom and then you come home and, you know, it's toys all over the floor and you feel like you're failing at stuff or, you know, you maybe have any some at some aspect of your career or you feel this in your relationship. So I think we all feel that need to... I don't want to use be perfect, but, you know, just rise to the occasion, rise to our expectations, rise to the vision that we see ourselves in these different positions. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. While at the same time, I want to have this conversation because I think each of us have to find for ourselves what that balance is and what that line is in between striving for perfection but versus allowing ourselves to pursue and operate in a spirit of excellence because I do think there is a difference and I don't want to shame perfectionism but you know we're perfect in our flaws and when we're striving for perfectionism as we know it sometimes we feel insecure and we feel bad about our flaws or we try to hide them or overcompensate for them. So I just kind of want to change the language to operating in a spirit of excellence rather than, you know, being a perfectionist. So I'm not shaming either one. I just kind of want to change the language. So if you hear me use those things interchangeably, that's what I'm referring to here. But back to what I was saying about, you know, certain things that I feel like are on my to-do list. Of course, I could have prioritized my time better. And then there are many things where it's just like, there's no way. (laughs) Like, I, the way that I see myself implementing this, I I needed more time. I I needed more time and I wasn't given that time. And so this is the result of that. So there is a mixture of my own prioritization and me managing my time. And I could take accountability for that. And there's a measure of, you know, I was given this and these are the cards I've been dealt. And so the way that I want to show up in it. To me, I needed more time to the next person, depending on how long they've been doing this or how they want to operate. It may have been perfect time and it may have been, you know, perfect for them. But for me, it was not because <laughs> I get the overthinking need things, analyzing. And then that sends me into a frenzy that sends me into almost being still with it. And so I say all of that to say Even this week, every single day I'll have in my mind, okay, I'm going to work on this during this 30, 45 minute planning period and I'm still not done. And then I'll have like, to me, a laundry list of things I need to do when I get off work. And if I'm leaving work at almost 4 p.m., I'm getting to work at 6.15, school start at 8. I'm there. We have to be on duty at 725. (laughs) I get there. I clean my room. I answer any beginning emails. Do whatever else I need to do. I'm there all day. We got one planning period. We got a lunch break. And I've I've told myself I really want to take my lunch break, even if I don't eat during that time, but just... Either go to my car, sit in the front of the school if it feel good outside and just allow that 30 minutes because lunch break is short. Allow my mind to wander. Um, And that's another part of letting the chips fall where they may, which I'll get to. I'm just building up to what we're talking about. But today we were supposed to have a staff meeting that we were told about the day before and then it didn't end up happening. So... (laughs) I felt some type of way about that. And so I'm like, okay, get in the car. 
And I'm sitting there thinking, and it was storming. It was storming here in Dallas when I, by the time I left work, and I'm like, "Wow, is it gonna rain like this?" And I knew I had a, I had a Zoom meeting at six that this was planned three weeks ago. I like the way they move <laughs> with my other position, so I knew this has been on my calendar for like three weeks. Um, so I knew this meeting was coming, and if I'm leaving work at four, that's prime time traffic hours. So like I'm getting home close to five and luckily I live near restaurants that I actually like to eat. And I'm like, man, I told myself I was going to go to the store today. And I looked at that clock and I was like, Whitley, it's not happening today. Because if you go to the store, that means in order for you to eat today, you also going to have to cook. And you're not going to have time to cook anything that you want. You're not going to have time to cook it before you get home and before you get on this meeting like it's just not gonna happen grab you something from this place you like order it while you in the car so you can pick it up and eat you know and you're just gonna have to go to the store tomorrow or you're gonna have to book it this weekend and instead of beating myself up about it like no I have to cook because I said I was gonna commit to cooking it's like you gonna commit to eating healthy (laughs) that's what you committed to And as long as you stay within budget or even if you go over your budget right now, but it's not going to hurt you. It's just the boundaries that you created. You're going to have to deal with that consequence because right now it's not realistic. It's not realistic for what you need for the space that you want. And I knew that after this meeting, because the meeting was going to be an hour and a half. So if we end about 730, 745, which we did. I still needed to hang up my clothes. I wanted to finally hang up my new shower curtain, do some cleaning because I didn't want to come home. Like for me, I know that I need a clean house. Like it don't have to be spick and span all the time, but I personally do not operate well with, um, with just unnecessary filth and I don't let my house get filthy but you know when you're on the go how stuff can pile up here you got a corner of clothes there and for me I'm the worst when I wash clothes (laughs) getting them out and then I'll and because I have tile floors all over my uh the place where I stay and I have carpet down I'll get my clothes and I'll set them in my closet on the floor well it's easy in my closet because I only walk in my closet to go get dressed but like I don't have to always come in like I'm not in and out of my room so this time I was like in order for me to get them clothes done within a day because usually and this doesn't help because usually I end up washing clothes like right before I go to bed so like I'm getting up super early to put them in a the dryer So, of course, I'm either going to bed or walking out of the door by the time the clothes are done. So they can easily, if I go put them in my closet, sit there for days or until the weekend if I do it at the top of the week. (laughs) And I don't like it. That's the thing. I do that, but I don't like it. So it's easy for me to sit in the closet because I don't always have to go in there. I'll set my clothes out or sit them in my room so I don't always have to see it. But this time I said, I want to practice getting these clothes together because even when I go in my closet, I don't like seeing my clothes, my clean clothes sitting there in the pile like it just bothers me. It bothers me so much. That's me. Somebody else, something else they do or something else they got going may bother them, but that bothers me. So I said, okay, I'm going to set them on my carpet in my room because I know good and well if they sit in my room. I'm a freak out if I got to come in here and see this pal every day. And that's what I did. So I just took him out of the dryer on my way out this morning. And today, once I got that call, I finally put my curtain up. I gave myself a facial because I have one and been committing. I have been committing to at least giving myself a facial once a week. Last night, I ended up washing my hair. But I say all these things not to really tell y'all my routine, But to tell y'all, like, to share with you, I've been letting the chips fall where they may this week. And what I mean by that, that long laundry list that in my head I have to do that concerns work 
when I leave work that I be planning in my head I'm going to do. And I'm like, if I don't get this done, I'm like, Whitley, that's just not going to get done today. If it didn't get done between the hours of six when you was at work to four, it's going to have to wait till tomorrow while you at work or it's going to have to wait to the designated time that you've already designated put on your calendar for this weekend you know that's your day you're gonna go to starbucks or barnes and nobles and sit down and get some stuff situated but there's no need in coming home working from six to four and trying to press yourself to work some more on this same stuff and it's like by the time you get off a call at 7 30 like your night go by so fast and i'll be trying to Go to sleep no later than like 1030 because I've been adamant about waking up at four and I've been doing good with that this week. So there are certain things that if I want to stay on track with other things, certain things got to fall through the cracks (laughs) or not fall through the cracks. I don't like that one, but I have to let the I have to be willing to let the chips fall where they may. And what I've been letting fall where they may is that laundry list of work because I tell myself, Willie, that work's still going to be there. You're a good teacher regardless. Like, them kids going to get what they need. But if this becomes your norm, it's going to be your norm. And there is no, you know, there's always going to be something more that you can do. So I've told myself I'm okay with dealing with the consequences of if I've used my if I've really used my time wrong and I'm not prepared. I'm okay with dealing with that. I'm okay with dealing with I'm going to have to go outside of my budget because I didn't grow grocery shopping this weekend. I didn't plan accordingly. So I'm going to have to deal with the consequences of that in my budget, especially if it ain't going to hurt me, hurt me like all my bills or stuff are paid. Like if it's going to take out of the fund that I just use for me or my extracurriculars, then it's just going to have to do that. I'm willing to do that if it means that I don't stress myself out about things that right now, today, in this present moment, if I go ahead and do it like I like it, quote unquote, should be done, I'm going to stress myself even out more. So how can I make my life easier in this moment, given given what I got to work with right now. Like if I want to stay on my bedtime, but I also want to keep up my beauty routine, keep up taking care of myself, something got to give. Either I'm going to wash my hair tonight and it's looking all crummy (laughs) or I'm going to be with an itchy scalp for the rest of the week looking crazy. No, I'm going to wash my hair tonight. Either I'm going to, forego this week of not giving myself a facial because I need to enter in some stuff on my syllabus or I'm a forego this facial routine when I've been on a real good skin routine. No, that syllabus going to have to wait. And then the choices I'm making because it's like I know I've been working all day. I know I'm doing the work and which consequences do I want more? And you may be on the end saying, well, a facial ain't that important. You could wait to wash your hair. That may be your priority, but for me, I've seen myself prioritize work so much where I put my personal health, my personal care, anything dealing with me on the back burner. I've seen myself excel at work and let work get so stressful and consume my life that I stopped caring about how I was showing up. I'm wearing clothes and underwear for Five, six years, like I've seen myself not take care of myself, skin breaking out and I'm not knowing what's going on, you know, just just not feeling my absolute best. And to me, I want balance. I want balance because I think about myself, if I had a full family, I don't want to lose myself being a mom or being a wife because Those things can consume and a woman who has that, she'll be able to testify to that. Like life don't slow down because we have more responsibilities. So to me, in my single season, I want to practice Whitley certain stuff got to give. And only each woman can decide what those things are. 
to me, I know that I work hard. I know that I love what I do. I know that I'm going to put in the work to make sure I'm prepared when it comes to work, to make sure I don't look crazy. I know that I can do that with my eyes closed, dreaming about anything. Like, I know that I can do that. What I'm not so sure about is that I can maintain these other things that I'm just now getting in the rhythm of. And so I'm willing to forego when I know I've been working all day, forego those plans to still try to bust out my to-do list when I get home for taking those three, four hours I got of just my day to do more work to invest in myself. So last night, I let the chips fall where they may and I washed my hair. And today, when I went to work, I felt good. I felt refreshed and I got so many compliments on my hair and my outfit and I felt good about that. Not because they were complimenting me, because, but because I was intentional about how I wanted to feel. I want to feel good when I go to work. I want to look good when I go to work. Not for nobody else, but because it makes me feel good and I'm able to show up for my students. I'm able to show up for myself. When there were times last year, it was just like I threw anything on. My principal, which I sometimes don't even see her because she always in the office or she in other classrooms. We ended up being at the front door at the same time she was letting me in. After my lunch break, she was actually letting the vending guy in and I was walking in behind them. She like stopped and cocked her head at me. She was like, wow, Miss Green, you're like a teacher today. <laughs> and I've been thinking about that comment all day because I'm a dance teacher. So usually like I have on workout stuff, but she, I mean, she hasn't seen any of my new attire. I've invested in, you know, just stuff that make me feel good. And if you listen to past episodes, I forgot. It's probably 10 episodes away from this one when I told y'all I had to start investing in my workout gear because that was a part of my life where, you know, I spend 98% of my time in movement gear, but I just kind of wore anything. I, I wore things that could have doubled as bed clothes. And that's what I'm talking about. Not investing. I know I got a good heart and all of that, but also not investing in my appearance, like not taking that seriously. When sometimes pack it well, all the time, I think packaging matters. Don't mean you got to be wearing name brands, but, you know, sometimes what we have on, how we take care of ourselves on the outside is our billboard. And I wanted to take that seriously. So for her to comment on it today, because today I had a dress on because it's first week. We're not uh, moving. We're going over syllabus. We're going over room protocols things and stuff like that. So I had like on a dress on and I told you I did my hair and stuff today. So for her to stop and just notice that, and like I said, I had compliments for other teachers. That's like, man, I'm glad I didn't stay up and try to do my to-do list and not do my hair. Like I had, you know, like I wanted to and not wake up and be refreshed and you know, put this dress on if you because I could have put that same dress on, but I, my hair was looking crummy. <laughs> so the same thing happened tonight. I was like, man, I haven't given myself the facial I wanted this week. Like, and I know I have some other things to do in the next couple of days. Today is a great day to do that. Again, I had this to do list where I'm like, man, I said I was going to do this when I got home, do that. And I'm like, Whitley, it's almost eight o'clock. And your bedtime is at 1030. Your facial will take at least 45 minutes. Like what, you know, which one you going to do? Which, which I'm not saying which one is more important, but right now in this moment, if today was your last day, would you have rather worked on this to-do list or giving yourself this facial? So if you do wake up in the morning, which one are you going to regret not doing? And sometimes I've just been having to ask myself that lately. And I've been asking that because going back to the initial statement of getting away from the language of perfectionism or always striving and grinding to, I just want to operate in a spirit of excellence. And to me, a spirit of excellence encompasses many characteristics Like, I do want to look 
physically good in my appearance. I do want to feel good in my body. I do want to think with a clear mind. I do want to be able to speak intelligently and also let my work reflect the intention I'm putting in there. So there's many parts to that. I have to get sleep. I'm not team no sleep and stay up all night and early mornings. That is not me. I don't believe in that method of success that may be for somebody else, but that is not me. Because there's no way I can even be my best when I do not get sleep <laughs> at all. I can't even have a good workout if I don't have enough sleep. I, I know that I want to continue to invest in my skincare routine. And so that means like I'm going to have to commit to my own facials because I'm on a budget. So I had to put my esthetician on the side right now, but I'm OK with that. But that means I have to make this commitment to myself. That's part of me being able to show up at my best self. Part of me being able to show up as my best self is, you know, just taking care of myself holistically. Part of my self-care is I need to come home to a clean house. I'm not saying it always got to be spotless, not for me, but that is me. I don't think I'm OCD, not at all. Like everything don't have to have a place, but it does have to be smell fresh. I don't like to come in and like, you know, those stale smells. So like for me, and this is just a trick. And I really got this from my friends, sisters, dad wife <laughs> we walked in her house one day she was having a grad she was throwing um her stepdaughter graduation party I call her my little sister she was throwing her graduation party and I was like it smells so good in here but I didn't see any candles lit and I'm looking around she like pointed to the wall I was like be quiet and like every wall I looked at and she lived in the house every wall I looked at she had those um Febreze plugins and she had them all one cent. I was like, that is a game changer. Like her house smelled clean. Like every step you took, every room you went in. And it's so, I mean, when you have a lot of stuff or if you live in a house, sometimes you can't, you don't even notice those plugins. So I've adopted that. Like I have two in my room. I have about two in a living room. I think I have two, one when I walk in my door, one in the kitchen. I have one in the bathroom, but I keep, I invest to keep those refilled. And I think they sell now like a pack of five refills for like $10, $9.99 at Target. And then the plugins themselves, I think they like $3. So I think I have five of them. I just bought one more to have six, but I need that. That's part of my self-care. I love coming in my in my house and it smells good because because I live on the bottom floor as well. Sometimes sometimes apartments, even if you keep them clean, like they can just have a stale smell sometimes. Like if you don't keep your air on or something like that, they just had it don't it's not a particular smell. It's just like just sitting like air just sitting and I hate that so I love when I come into my apartment and it just smells fresh that's self-care to me I also like coming in and I don't see stuff on the floor that's why I said I'm gonna get those clothes and I'm gonna sit them on my uh, room floor because I know I'm gonna take care of them faster because I can't stand to sit there and look at that for days on end so that's just me somebody else that may not bother you I'm only using my life and everything I just told y'all as an example for whatever you started thinking about areas of your life that you know, dang, I've really been wanting to invest in that. But I feel like if I drop this, this going to fall to the wayside or I've really been wanting to, you know, pay attention to this. But I feel like these other things are important. I feel bad if I focus on this. No, you deserve to have it all. And going back to that quote of Michelle saying, you know, you, you can have it all, but not at the same time. I've realized that, you know, I'm working towards goals when it comes to work, but that's going to come. 
I know the work that I put in. I know the work that I'm willing to put in. I know the work that I'm doing diligently, but I don't have to give a thousand percent energy to that because I know there's other areas where I also have goals that I want to pour into those buckets too. And to be honest, some of those buckets are becoming more important than this bucket over here. What what was once the most important thing, you know, I wouldn't say is becoming less important, but these other areas are becoming a priority priority to me. So it's just like a, a, a woman who goes from being single to being in a full-fledged committed relationship or a marriage. Her priorities are different when she's single than when she's married. I hope they are. And or if she wants to keep a happy relationship, it's not that her husband becomes her main focus, but Things have to shift. Things have to shift because now she has to also give her energy and attention to this relationship. Some of her friendships may shift because she, you know, where she could once go out when she wanted to do hot girl stuff, you know, every single day without checking in. You know, now she has to consider someone else. And if she doesn't make that that shift and things are going to, you know, begin to crumble or fall apart, you know, in different ways. But she's going to make that shift. It may not even be a conversation. It may be natural. Once they start having kids, things are going to shift, you know, because kids are going to start being a priority in that relationship and them building their family and expanding their life. Things are even going to shift in relationship to that man and that woman and their immediate family. So I relate that to relationships because that's something we can all kind of picture and identify with. But, you know, it may even just be you in your single season and your priorities. You know, you may have been all work, all work, all work, all work, your main job. But you may, you know, start seeing yourself. I want to focus on this little side thing, too. Or I want to focus on my, you know, whatever it is, you may whatever that is for you, you may feel like there are things that are pulling you to focus on. You may even see that you need to pull back from you always the one who are taking on extra projects at work or filling up your schedule to capacity with volunteer and stuff like that. And you may be being called to a season to pull back some to focus on your self-care, to focus on really pampering yourself. And you may see that as frivolous because you feel like you want to do it, but you feel like, man, you feel bad if you pull away from the things that have always, you have always identified them as being more productive. So it may take time for you to see taking care of yourself, even getting your nails done, if that makes you feel good or taking that day to Put your to-do list for work to the side, but clean your house because that that is an investment in your peace of mind. That may be much more of a priority. So sometimes we have to be able to step back and see our lives in full view. And oftentimes we won't have a language for it. We'll just see ourselves pulling away. And even me, I'm still trying to find a language for it. And I'll just be transparent with y'all and I'll just share this one thing. Um, I've been, you know, having this pressure on me. And last night, I, I just had this moment where I was just like, man, there is a part of me that don't feel motivated Um, and it was just, it was just a feeling. It was just a feeling. I was like, man, I don't feel motivated in my work. Like I once did. And I like boohooed and cried behind that. And I said, and I feel bad for feeling that way. I wrote that sentence down. And I thought about the fact that I wrote that last night. I thought about that this morning. I was like, wow, I don't think I've ever allowed myself to say something like that when it comes to my work and I love what I do 
even as this moment, as I'm repeating it back to myself, I don't feel like that in this moment. But I think for a couple of days, because I wouldn't even allow myself to say it, it was becoming more and more of a burden. And we know or if we don't know emotions that we don't allow to express, they only get bigger. They only get bigger and they only get louder and they make us do really weird stuff. So just allowing myself to even admit that I felt like I had a new wave of energy towards my work, towards my day, even today. But that's also once I admitted it, it was like, oh. And I don't even know what that was about. I was just like, I don't feel as motivated in my work. And that was likely as I'm even saying it now, because I was putting so much focus there that I was allowing myself to be restricted towards the things like the self-care things or making myself feel bad when I would put my work to the side to do these self-care things instead of seeing that as an equal priority to my work. I was shaming myself about it. So because even though I was doing it and I was shaming myself about it, it was making me resent the work that I was doing. Ain't that crazy? I'm going to say it again just in case you don't catch it. Just in case you didn't catch it and you need to be set free. I love what I do and I will put 10,000% in it. While my spirit has been calling me based on what I've been asking for in life to focus on these other areas of even my self-care, my own health. And so because I had this laundry list of to-do lists with my work, because for the past couple of days, I've been putting that to the side when I felt like I would rather wash my hair, I would rather clean my house, I would rather make sure I look beautiful and real rested in the morning. I would rather make sure my facial gets done because I was doing those things, but feeling like I was sneaking away from what I really needed to do to do them. I began to resent what I actually love, which was my job, because I saw all these other things as not an equal priority to them. But I'm learning that they are in this season of life. To me, they are. So because I was holding that feeling in when I finally admitted to myself, I'm not motivated by my work. I wasn't motivated because I feel like I'm cheating on my work with these frivolous things when I just needed to broaden my perspective. Like these things are not frivolous. These things are an equal priority. These things allow me to pursue my work well. These things allow me to show up in my work with my most with most of my energy. These things allow me to come to my to my my responsibilities with a renewed energy. You know, it's just like those mothers who love their kids, but if they never get a break, if they never, you know, allow themselves to hire a babysitter or take a date night with their husband, they're going to start their some women will start to resent their kids even for a moment and they'll feel bad about that. They'll feel bad because they want to take a break when it's like that break is necessary. You're not a bad mother for not wanting your kids around for a weekend. You know how much you do for them. You know how hard it is for somebody to need you and depend on you 24 seven you don't get no breaks. You the doctor, lawyer, nurse, confidant. You the one they want to tell all their stories to. You the one that got to feed them. You the one they work, you working for. Like that is a lot. And I don't even have kids, but even working with students, I'm glad I get to send their butt home. <laughs> so if you're a single mom, like don't ever shame yourself, you know, and think you're a bad mom because you won't you know, somebody to watch them over a week for the weekend or for a day or because one day you looking upside their head like, dang, you need me again. You're not bad for that. And so to me, that's why this conversation is important, because you can relate this, whoever you are, to 
whatever area you need to that sometimes we have to be okay with letting the chips fall where they may we have to be okay with everything not getting done on our to-do list if it means investing in our peace of mind if it means investing in our health if it means prioritizing making sure we look good feel good if it means making sure we get the rest that we need if it means an investment in that our vessel is more energized more able and capable to carry out the responsibilities that we have to do you got to let that happen you got to let that happen and, and let it happen without feeling guilty about it. And that's what's crazy. It's like we got to talk ourselves through the guilt. And even if it's a process, like for me, y'all, it's still a process. Like I literally had to talk myself off the ledge of feeling like a horrible person for putting my work to the side at the end of an eight, nine hour work day. Like that's crazy. But I literally have to talk myself off of ledge of not feeling bad. Like, I'm not doing this tonight. I'm about to do my facial, make this podcast, and I'm going to bed. I don't, I'm just going to have to deal with the consequences and manage my time better. I'm just going to have to deal with the consequences, you know, like, and I'm willing to do that. Now, you know, I'm, I, I feel like I don't have to say this, but at the same time, I feel like I don't. Everything that I said is not an excuse for any of us to not move with intention and, you know, put our put all of our wants before our responsibilities. This is not that conversation. And I know the women listening to this, you know, that's that's common sense. But, you know, sometimes I, you know, some things just got to be said. I don't want you to take this conversation and be like, see, yes, I did want to go buy that Bentley and, and you want Ultima money right now because that's fine. We all there <laughs> wherever you are. Don't you know, don't don't take this to mean, you know. That you can play with your responsibilities, still take initiative in your responsibilities still take your responsibilities seriously this conversation is more so about making sure that those goals that you're working towards you only got one vessel that is your vehicle to get you there so if you're not doing things to fill that vessel up as well which means filling up your mind with things outside of the work that you actually do. Experiencing life so that you have more to give or more to pull from, to pour into that work. Um, allowing yourself to have some sort of social life and friends who pour into you, who you pour into, that feed you. Feeding yourself healthy foods, Taking breaks when you need those breaks, not working, you know, if you are, if you are of the philosophy of late nights and early mornings that you go a week or a weekend and you get regular sleep where you can regulate your body, regulate your hormones, regulate some type of sleep pattern, you know, at some point so that you don't run your car ragged before you even got into the finish line because you got a long life, you know. And I heard Sarah Jakes Roberts say something so powerful. Um, she was on an interview with Lewis Howes, which if you, you know, you like listening to motivational messages, he's a great podcast to listen to. He's on YouTube. I think he's probably on Apple iTunes. I like watching the videos, but he interviews, you know, very great thought leaders, preachers, teachers, all types of people. But he was interviewing Sarah Jakes Roberts. And I think he asked her, what are you afraid of right now? He, he has these um, thunder questions at the end. And Sarah Jakes Roberts said, I'm afraid that I'll be too busy building my life that I'll never live it. 
And man, that quote hit me even as I say it now. Because sometimes I feel like that. Like I, if people who know me personally or who have watched my journey, I will work. I will achieve, 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 achieve. And I'm getting to a place where I know that's possible for me. But other things are also pulling at me, becoming a priority. That it's like I need to invest in that and I don't want to burn myself out. So these are the type of conversations that I'm having now that I have with myself. Like Whitley, something got to give. And you can't feel bad about it. Like you can't feel bad about making sure, you know, your head ain't looking crusty. You you got you can't feel bad about making sure you take time to give yourself the facials you need. You can't t- you can't you know be mad at yourself because maybe you should have managed your time better. But this house got to get clean. So sometimes too, once you start prioritizing those things, it's like for me because I'm choosing to do this this week. I know that this weekend I have to give up my weekend. That's the deal I've made with myself. And that's where I get to the point of like, this don't mean like get lazy or lax on your real life responsibilities. But it's about bringing balance into your life. And sometimes you got to let the chips fall where they may. If you feel your body, because your body will give you signals. If you feel your body you know, giving into you need rest. Like for me, I know when I get creatively blocked, I need to rest. And that's where I've been. I've been like, I know, God, I feel the ideas, but I feel like I can't even get clarity on them to write them. And I've been so frustrated. I'm like, it just makes me want to drop everything. And when I get to that point, it's because I'm not giving into something on a spiritual and physical level that I need to. So when I had that moment yesterday and admitted to myself, dang, I feel unmotivated in my work and had a whole breakdown for feeling that way. I'm like, oh, no, I'm crazy. (laughs) No, but I was like, that's 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 the thing. Like I I'm so focused on work that I think I'm cheating on my work with these things that if I don't take care of these, I'm not going to be able to be my best for my work anyway. I'm not going to be my best for my work anyway, but it's crazy because I've been so conditioned to think another way. So if this conversation was for you, I'd love to hear how this, how you related to this conversation, you know, the areas that you've been shaming yourself about, but you actually need to allow yourself to give into them. Um, Find ways to negotiate with yourself like this is your life. You know, and you only have one to live and understand that you're not running a sprint. And I know I've been approaching my life like a sprint. You're running a marathon. It's a long game. And if you really want to play a long game, then, you know, we have to bring balance to our whole life and not just one aspect because that's a recipe for burnout. Um, so I love y'all so much. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this conversation. I really enjoyed talking about this because it's given me even revelations as I talk about it. I'll probably listen to my own message tomorrow. Yes, I do listen to my own podcast. (laughs) That's, it's super weird, but I do. Um, and You can reach me at my website at WhitleyNGreen.com. You can also reach me at Arts Feminine on Twitter, The Feminine Arts Academy on both Facebook and Instagram. Wit Wit Hooray is my personal page on Instagram and Wondering Whitley on both Instagram and Facebook. And I love y'all so much. Remember to get in alignment and receive your assignment. And girl, let them chips fall where they may. Talk to y'all soon.